Jackson, stop twerking. <laughs> You're really good at that. <laughs> I can't do that. Oh my god. That's kind That's of gross. gross. I'm leaving it in. <laughs> I practice working. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Drop the Ball. Thank you so much for listening this week. Uh, sorry for the uh, weird noises, but I'm not uh, sorry. in the on the left side of the couch we have Josh. Ch- what are you laughing this is about? The Oliver? right side of the couch, dude. I'm looking at you, Oliver. What? He's. I think he's. He's in hysterics. He gets giggly when boys start twerking around. Whoa! <laughs> whoa! Oh, Don't worry. Next whoa, time whoa, I'll do whoa, it in whoa, your whoa. face, man. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Yes, on the right Josh. side of the couch. <laughs> well, it's the left side of me. I'm sorry. Okay, Josh, what's up, dog? How are you? Feeling pretty good. Just drank a whole bunch of water. Feeling a little waterlogged, but I think that'll pass. Okay. And then we got Oliver on uh, the right side of the couch. This is the left side, but uh, how are you doing? <laughs> Strong um, side! Left side! Okay, keep going. <laughs> I'm good. Oh, okay. Then um, we have Jackson I'm, right next to me, standing up. Hello, everyone. I yeah, I get antsy a little bit, so I'm standing for this episode. Oh, good for you, being healthy. You, the, you know what, man? The Manhattan yeah, man? police sirens outside. Love it. I mean, not Manhattan. We're not. We're not. We're from, not from there. We're, we're in a pretty rough there. area right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, to Detroit. <laughs> and I'm Matt Robinson, and uh, we're gonna get right into it. We're gonna start with the Arrowhead. Chop talk. talk. Boom, boom. And then we're going to talk about... Then we're going to whip around the NFL a little bit. I'm sorry. All right, man. Came up with it. If anybody has a better suggestion, please... Spiral around the NFL. I I don't care. Touchdown celebration around the NFL. (laughs) Okay, okay. Let's walk around the NFL. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. And then we will go over... We'll swing over to the K. Sorry. For the Kaufman Corner, because it is the Kaufman Corner episode this week. <laughs> okay. Uh, so <laughs> we had a uh, we had a great day Sunday. Not really. Uh, Called it. You, Shut okay, up, Josh. I understand that you said something about it, and I'm <laughs> so sorry. But if you haven't heard yet, if you haven't heard already, uh, Chiefs lost to oh, the Raiders. Damn it! I didn't know they lost. Yeah, man. Way to spoil it for me. I had it recorded. Okay. 40 to 32. 40 to 32. And uh, just not even really that mad. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, it's almost like. Because I mentally prepared myself. It's almost like it's impossible to go undefeated. It's almost like you have to lose one. I was very confident it was going to be week six that we lost, not week five. I was like. I'm okay. I was preparing myself to come into this episode and talk about how this is the game that we dropped. But like by no means did like I think that we were going to get blown out or anything like that but I like I saw on I saw on Twitter that you know last year we lost at week 5 and we won the Super Bowl you know we didn't look good against the Patriots we didn't look good against either ga- team against or either game against the Chargers and we would, we didn't look good at any of the playoff games until the second half and I mean, we won the Super Bowl you know it's like you drop a couple as long as you don't like if it, it doesn't turn into a yeah. t- trend. I mean, last season we were 6-4 and four at one point, right? Yeah. That's the lost, worst like, record yeah. we've had in the last, like, five or six years, I think. And we won the Super Bowl. So, like you said, I mean, it's definitely not panic mode, right? Like, it's it's no, not, not, it's not, not oh, my gosh, we're going to, there's no way we're going to make the postseason at this point, you know? I mean, we're still even at a place where we can take the number one seat, you and, know? It's, that's yeah. why I want the Bills to lose tonight. Because I don't, I, they're undefeated. And this I'd the, rather. The no. way that we lost. 
wasn't like super worrying to me either. I mean, the secondary looked terrible, but yeah. they looked good all year. So I don't know what happened. I don't know if it exposed a weakness or anything like that. The biggest thing to me was the offensive line and how much pressure that they were getting on Pat Mahomes when rushing four guys. Four people. And not like elite. Like Joey Bosa and Melvin Gordon and yeah. Jerry Tillery of, are, of the Chargers the are really good. And they were giving Tom trouble. They were giving everybody trouble. They were giving the Saints trouble last night, and they have yeah, a really good offensive line. That, that was a crazy game. They um, won that game last night. But what I'm saying is it's Max Crosby, who is an up-and-coming star, but – not nothing like crazy and thankfully we have pat mahomes who can patrick mahomes who is able to like <laughs> like dodge and dive and duck all these duck dive dip dodge and yeah well anyway do all that to all these pass rushers trying to come in to him and that's thankfully we have that i saw a tweet earlier that jiving whale around the pot. that was uh well i won't get to that but the guard work the guard work was really bad. Osimile out for the season probably. I've never seen somebody tear both t- tear tendons both his, and both, both of his legs. knees on the same exact way without being touched, dude. He, uh, he just tripped over himself. Yeah. Like you feel bad for him because you know that happens. Both legs. Yeah. That boy is walking around. Excuse me, rolling around in his wheelchair. From <laughs> okay. Now on, you know. Whoa, 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 whoa. I think if He's I'm gonna have honest, to learn to walk again. We we knew that the offensive line was going to be a bit of a problem. Um, it's not, unfortunate not that it's going to be more. Well, I mean, I, I was, I'm not surprised. Um, for me really, and this is a lot of, this is reflective of the offensive line. My biggest concern right now is the fact that we've only had one game, the first game of the season where we looked on our game offensively. Uh, yeah, the uh, offensive line was well, a I thought monster. We looked pretty good against, against the Ravens. I was going to say we looked all right against the Ravens, but I think that's more of Mahomes playing well against the blitz than it is yeah. our offense. The Baltimore play calling was really bad. I think we just. I think we just capitalized off of Mahomes, um, good Mahomes. Performance I don't know. It's hard Baltimore. to look good against the Baltimore Ravens. That's fair. And the fact but... that we looked pretty good, I'll take that. I will say though, against the Chargers, didn't look all that great. Patriots didn't look all. that good. Patriots could have gone a very different way if Cam was I'm okay there, with the Patriots game because they didn't do that well either. That our, Because our defense was playing well at the same time as our – I'm just going to give credit to their defense because Bill Belichick's one of the greatest defensive yeah. minds I ever. There was still flashes of good offense in the Raiders oh, game. Sure. I mean, without a couple penalties here and there, and, I mean, you had dude, that, dude, that, that, the that bomb, huge the bomb that wasn't first drive. The bomb yeah. that wasn't. How does that, oh, how does that completely on. change the dynamic of the game? If I mean, they get yeah. down 7 to nothing, like... Oh, it's a way different. Because well, they were down 7 to nothing, but they would have been down 14 to nothing. Yes, I know, but... No, but, they, they scored first, didn't they? No, we had the ball first. Uh, it was the first... score on the first drive. Yeah, well, because the bomb got called back. We got a field goal, But it would have... Yeah, we would have had a touchdown pass. But then they had a score. We it we was didn't, three to seven at one point. Was it? Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, All I'm right. pretty sure. But that still, the Raiders fourteen scored, to seven to three. 14, fourteen to three. No, because we scored the the field goal first on that first drive. I'm pretty sure. I'm struggling. Let's here. look it up. Oh God. <laughs> regardless, regardless, that that touchdown would have made the game a one score or a tie game. Um, we might not. We might not have had to go yeah, for. Yeah, there there were two big plays that were called back because of penalties. Yeah, I just, or, I just or, think. Not it, happened because of. I'm not going to blame that game on penalties because there was more stuff that we could have done as a team yeah. to make it a closer yeah, game. It was there seven were, to th- there it was were seven calls, but no more. Than but what I'm saying, usual. what I'm saying for the most part, is the fact that 
there were there were moments in the Raiders game where I went, okay, we have an offense. But there's since week one, there's been very few times that I've been watched sitting there and going, oh my god, like we are high and high and far the best team. Baltimore, in the, the Baltimore NFL game. Right now. The Baltimore game was pretty good for the offense. There but was they, a couple, but it was more of a team effort, you know. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like oh my, like it wasn't like the last couple of years where our offense just absolutely just ran over, steamrolled someone, and that's why we won. You know, the Baltimore game was a whole team effort, which I love. I like that. And, but. and Pat said after this week, you know, we need to play in a way that I don't need to make so many crazy plays. You know, and and totally, I and that was I wish. Team that I could see the offensive line give him a time where he could stand in the pocket and throw a bomb. I think he might have bailed prematurely, and, you know, a, kind of a bunch of times. I, I think, but I think part of that is because of the lack of, lack of protection trust. he's getting. Yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah, lack of trust. That's, it's, that's a good point. It's tough to fully, like, encompass what my worry is right now. Um, but if I'm, if I'm being honest, there's still time to improve and we've. Yeah. Uh, it's week five. That we're was good. the we're second. Good. The first four weeks, five weeks of the schedule were was the second toughest stretch of our season. I mean, we have some pretty easy teams later on, in like the Jets and hopefully the Panthers. Although the Panthers are looking fairly yeah. decent, although they're looking right pretty decent right now. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, outside the, of I mean, the Bucks are outside looking of, worse and worse every outside of game. outside of the Bucks and the Saints stretch. This was easily the hard. The, the, the Saints toughest haven't stretch. looked fantastic either. No, they almost but lost they both. The, yeah. They both. I mean, but the Raiders I think the didn't Chargers, look fantastic either. I think the Chargers are like are like one of those teams, just like last year, ish. Even though they still had Philip Rivers last year, but it's, it's like one of, they're one of those teams that should have a bunch more wins than they do, yeah, because of overtime losses or losses. But I think they 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 went through them and said their close losses have been by like three, five, and seven or yeah, something. Yeah, the Chargers their last yeah. like fifteen one possession losses. games. Yeah, and their last yeah. fifteen losses, thirteen of them have been one possession. And losses. honestly, I think that they're playing so well. Because of Justin Hubert, I think if Tyrod oh, yeah. Taylor oh, Herbert, was in there, yeah. I think Herbert Hubert I don't know Herbert. what it is. Herbert, Herbert. Yeah. whoopsies. But I think if Tyrod Taylor was in there, they would look very, very Herbert, different. The Herbert and Mahomes rivalry is gonna be a thing because they're yep. gonna play twice a year. It's gonna be maybe even bigger than the Lamar Mahomes because just because they're, they're gonna probably play like once a once a year. But we're gonna maybe. be playing the Chargers twice a year. Yeah. Well, and maybe the Lamar we'll play thing twice a year even, if we both get to the you know playoffs yeah but i think i just think that in conference rivalry is definitely yeah. going to be something that i, I think, think sprouts up yeah. especially with how well i he's think well, right like now. lamar and mahomes is going to be more like a peyton manning brady kind of thing yeah where, where they play like they don't they don't show up often but when they do you know it's going to be really, yeah really good well you know the it's tough to like think of an example yeah almost like almost like aaron Rodgers and um Garoppolo last season. I was gonna uh, say but Garoppolo is kind of falling Garoppolo this got season. Benched this last week. Yeah, too. Garoppolo. I was is... gonna ask about. Aren't this might be a really dumb question? Are Rodgers? <laughs> are the Packers and Seahawks? They're not in the same division. No. No. Okay. Okay. That's why I and thought. No, North North I thought I, all, literally all of last season. I kept thinking that they were in the same. And the Seahawks are NFC West. Yeah. Packers okay. are north. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm dumb. Okay, we're good. The west, the west is the Cardinals, pack or Cardinals, Seahawks, um, 49ers, 49ers and Rams. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. Whoa, he's a base. <clears throat> uh, no, but <laughs> I think I nerd. They were just not <laughs> sorry. Uh, the defense. I mean, I'm gonna I'll transition to the defense a little bit, but the. Secondary that looked really good against the Ravens and l- was looking pretty decent against the Patriots as well. Sure, you can say that's against Brian Hoyer and all that, but the 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 secondary got torched. Like 
Yeah. Henry they, Ruggs. To the point where, like, nobody was close. I think the yeah. secondary just had an off day when the when the Raiders receiving core had a good day. And you know, and you know that all the all the Raiders fans and all the everybody. W- I told my mom this. I was like, right when, sorry, when Henry when Henry Ruggs went to the Raiders, I said they're copying Tyree Kill. Oh, everybody did. Talk yeah. Everybody yeah, knew that. John Gruden Every- explicitly said. Instead not, of taking not the first team to do that, and it's all, it's yeah. no so it's, secret that that's exactly what their plan was. Yes, I know, but then you see it work to fruition, and it's like, well, now they're giving us our own medicine. I, I really don't think yeah, it's it even sucks. giving us our own medicine. I mean, here's my thing. The my my prediction we can get into this later was that both teams are going to have 175 rushing yards. And my reasoning behind that was, one, the Raiders were going to lean on their strength, which prior to that game was their rushing attack, yeah, right, yeah. with Josh Jacobs. And then, two, because of how solid our secondary was, they were going to have to lean even heavier on it, and the Chiefs, with their passing attack, were going to get a lead and start running sooner. Neither, neither of those things happened because our secondary <laughs> pretty had pretty much an just off, missed on everything. <laughs> yeah, our secondary <laughs> yeah. had an off game. Carr looked way better than he has against really any pre, team in the last broken leg. Yeah. Uh, and they're receiving their, their receivers did a really good job of getting open regardless of how well, I mean, they were going to, they were going to have two or three passing touchdowns, even if our secondary didn't kind of lay down and die on, like on, yeah. on themselves, and you speaking know, speaking of like rugs and copying Tyree kill. A lot of those passes downfield reminded me of like balls to Tyreek where oh, yeah. he was just blown past two guys Knowing that he's open and trying to catch, they were up. also playing really bad zone. The Chiefs were playing the really zone bad was zone. Awful, yeah. It was completely garbage. It was like Bob Sutton leaving the center of the field wide open. The Hunter Renfro catch for forty-two yards when the Chiefs were stopping the run. It was the last possession before the end of the game, and Dude. Hunter Renfro was wide open down the seam, literally Dude. wide open. Nick, I could have, I could have thrown it to him. Nick Kaiser, like literally, yeah. I mean, we'll get to that in a second, but. Oh, but yeah, the the zone defense was just so bad. They and I think it, and we can get to this later too. But oh my God, they need linebackers. Like when Le'Veon Bell when uh, the uh, news in the NFL, New York Jets are trying to trade Le'Veon Bell. Uh, when that news came out, I saw a tweet that was like, "Can he play linebacker? Can the Chiefs get uh-huh. him?" Because good God, the the linebacker core is bad. Damian Wilson, Anthony Hitchens, and Ben Neiman have been absolutely anemic. The whole like this season, they've been really, really bad. I mean, Anthony Hitchens is the leader of, like, he calls the place, so he needs to be there, and he and he leads, he probably leads the team in in tackles. But Damian Wilson and Ben Neiman have been so bad, and we saw a lot of Willie Gay in this game, but this was the first time we're really seeing him. Willie Gay looked pretty solid, in my opinion. He missed, I mean, he missed a couple of tackle opportunities, but I mean, he was. He was he kind of lived up to to the being quick towards the I ball. Mean, yeah, I mean you can't really he well, got you, his first sack if you can call it that. He had six total tackles, I think, five solo tackles. He looked good, sure. More I mean, than anything, he just looked athletic. And I think that's what yeah, they need. That, that's the thing is he's young enough and doesn't have a lot of starting experience even in college. I'll take a game where he just looks athletic, especially well, when the rest of the defense is kind of just This is the first game. This, well, yeah, but this is the first game that they were like, "Hey, uh, you need to go out there and and play because Anthony Hitchens for a little bit was hurt during the game and he had to go he had to go take over that position. So this was the first game that they like let him loose and they're like, here you go, this go have fun. But because he hadn't just not played at all. But the, 
the defensive play was just you I cannot give up 40 points like the chiefs are the chiefs but you just can't give up 40 i points, think the run bro. defense looked better when willie gay was in i mean yeah. i'd have to go back and look what plays he's on but i think i mean he did a better job than hitchens did of tackling backwards mm-hmm. we talked about this during the game they were doing an awful job of pushing runners back that the is raiders the, runners back that is the key to run defense you cannot yeah. let them fall over you have to push them back and you I have think, to stop forward i progress. think the run defense was more whole and was better at keeping more progress from happening and we talked about the offense yeah but we talked about the offensive line uh the defensive line uh where they gone yeah from? i was just about to say because frank clark <laughs> i think he was he was over on the sideline right now he was really 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 bad like uh well not frank clark just wasn't breaking through Neither was Chris Jones. Yeah, neither of the big names. And were. I understand that the Raiders have a really good offensive line, but still, like, yeah, yeah, oh pressure, my God. pressure, no on the pressure. He had twenty exist. years in the pocket, every time, every time he had Derek Carr had so much room. And his thro- and the thing that bothered me the most is that Derek Carr's throws didn't like they weren't bullets. They were literally just lost. Oh, he was flat footed for most of his passes and they were getting completed downfield with like almost no coverage on them. That's the issue. It was at its heart. It was just a really frustrating game because I don't, I don't look at that game and freak out because the chiefs looked bad. You know, I look at that game and I go, you know, the chiefs just had a bad game They're I mean, they're allowed to have a bad game. That happens to they are human every, yeah, that happens to every team. What? Like you said, like we <laughs> yeah. said earlier, they were six and four at one point, and then we won the world, or not the World Series, <laughs> the Super Bowl. Sorry, um, it's just it's I'm I'm not freaking out because it looked bad, but we knew we've been talking about this for a while. We knew the Chiefs were gonna have a bad game. We thought we thought it was maybe gonna be against the Chargers or the Bills or the Ravens, not the not the Raiders. However, I mean, Josh, that might be happening to the Raiders. I, I kind of in the back of my head thought that, but by no means are the Chiefs a perfect team. They have bad sides, and those were glaring in this last game. Yeah, it it was it was some of the things that were holding us back in the first games just magnified. It was something that we I, personally I saw this kind of thing coming. I think. It was in the back of my mind. I knew that there was going to be a game where a lot of the things that we saw happening in like the Patriots and the Chargers game just kind of came to fruition and ended up like this, you know? Yeah, yeah. the Andy Boner game, shall we call it? Uh, Although I don't blame this on Andy. The, no, the play calling was not great either. I mean, I mean, the, the third, the, the, the defensive the, play calling was what was worse. Yes, but the you cannot have. Three straight three and outs to start the second half. No, you but we also still scored thirty-two points. No, I mean, and I—I I mean, thirty-two points isn't a bad offensive day. You no, know? but you can't. But also, you, I, we we can blame the defense all we want. The defense looked bad. The defense did look bad. I will, I will, I will tell that to you. But you, you can't go three and out three straight. You can't say you're the best offense in the NFL and then start the third quarter and have three straight three and outs on 25 yards of total offense. Okay, right. But, I mean, that's also not Reed. That's the enemy, right? We talked about this earlier. The enemy is the play caller. Reed just kind of okays it, right? And and I know what you, I get what you're saying. The offense had to be better. We can't go three and out straight. At any point in the game, we can't have three three and outs in a row. I mean, that just can't happen, especially with, like, with, like you said, the being the best, in quotes, the best offense in the NFL, which I still think we are. Um, mm-hmm. it's just, 
I'm not I'm not even to come close to really blaming the offense there because we didn't have that many three and outs in the game as a whole. It was just those three in a row. And I mean, three having three in a row at the beginning of the second half and having four or five overall in the entire game really I mean the difference is the point the amount of points you still score are still on the board yeah um I want to know your guys opinion on this I saw a tweet that said um I can't remember the the ad I apologize but I saw a tweet that said the Chiefs should start with two of their top three uh picks in the draft being offensive every year for the next five years whether that be offensive line whether that be a receiver, a tight end, uh, whatever. And I completely 100% agree with that. You have to keep him loaded. You have to keep Patrick Mahomes loaded. And I'm not saying that he needs weapons. That's that's not what I'm saying. I think he's fantastic. But we saw what happened when Sammy Watkins left the game with an injury. Uh, Oliver pointed out to us during the game, pointed out to the four of us during the game. We like, he was like, he just went off with a hamstring injury and we were like, Oh my God, Sammy Watkins, the the team just looked completely different. And I think that they were just, I, as crazy as it sounds, the drive that they got the touchdown on the Raiders defense was playing prevent. They were like, get as many yards in the middle of the field as you want. And I'm not saying that like we're a bad offense. That's all I'm saying. But Without Sammy Watkins, this offense is not as good. And just because he is, he is a former first-round pick, he is fantastic with the ball in his hands, and I don't know. It's it's completely different. It, the, the offense is not as good without Sammy Watkins, just as it is not as not with Tyreek Hill. I and think they're, they're different pl- styles, but they, they're still very integral to the offense. This is – Prime, this is the opportunity for Michael Hardman to step up and make his presence known in this offense, or even <laughs> Byron Pringle. Okay, I get your Pringle I'm cans out, bro. I was about to say I'm this. Just saying, Byron Pringle. In my opinion, this this may be because I watched him play in college a lot as a fan. Um, we're not from Manhattan. Um, maybe it's because I just. Really like watching him play as a player, but I think he's the key to the future chief success, especially now that Sammy's out. Because he has a very similar – he does a very similar job of stretching out defenses with his route running. Um. <laughs> this just in. Huh? Breaking news. The huh? Jets released Le'Veon Bell. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. now. He's, what did it say? The highest salary cap of any running back, I mean, which I would believe. He's Italy, not yeah. coming to the Chiefs. I can tell you that. No. no, just, no, no that is pretty big news. Holy crap. No, but he better not go to – Anyone close to us? Tank, I don't think. Tank so. for Trevor? Are you kidding me? Tank for Cause, Trevor? Because the here's the here's the thing with that is I mean in our division the Raiders have Josh Jacobs who's arguably playing better. Oh my God! The Chargers might in go front get of him. Chargers yeah. won't because they have Eckler and Eckler's out for the year. Sir. No, he's not out for the year. He's out for like three weeks. I'm pretty sure he's on my fantasy team. So unless I need to go drop <laughs> him right now. <laughs> But uh, but I'm, I, they also have another younger running back who Joshua in, Kelly, yeah, who's been really good, who's been running way better than Le'Veon Bell has recently. Well, the thing is that Le'Veon Bell is probably going to still demand a crap ton yeah, of money. And yeah. oh, dude, he's had so much remaining I money. Also on don't I would not forget. be surprised if he doesn't play for another team this year. The Broncos also have Philip Lindsay and um, Melvin Gordon. They're not Melvin Gordon. There, so I don't think he's coming into into the West. I think if he goes anywhere, I would maybe say. You're going back to Pittsburgh, baby. 
Actually, I could no, see no, maybe. I could maybe see no, it happening. No, I don't imagine that his relationship with any of the brass of that organization oh, is goes good at all. I can see him going to the Dolphins. They don't who, have any who, good running backs. Are you kidding have? me? They have Jordan Howard, mm, Le'Veon Bell, and has Matt, big Matt Breida. Potential. Matt Breida's not doing anything. Breida's, yeah, Breida's not doing anything. Okay, but that's he was good last year because the system backs. he was in. Does anybody else kind of equate the Le'Veon Bell situation to a little bit of an Antonio Brown kind of a deal right now? Where he's well, just kind of he's just kind of problem. Yeah. To be well, fair, to be fair, he's I don't think Le'Veon Bell has a crazy problem like Antonio Brown. He's Le'Veon just Bell prone. just wanted to get paid. Yeah, that too. And yeah, you know, gets hurt. I'm kind of surprised Antonio the Brown Jets... was crazy. He had a contract, was totally fine, and then just didn't want to wear a new helmet. Like there mm-hmm. was that. Yeah, I'm not going to wear this helmet if it's not from 1960. He also had that a huge, so insane ego. I don't know. That was insane. yeah. I mean, he's he, he was a great receiver. Let's bring let's bring right. um, Bell and Brown to the Chiefs. No, no, no. We don't no, have no, Sammy no, no, now. You're fired. So. Leave. <laughs> he, he's Sammy will be gone for the next couple of weeks, and quite honestly, we need him down the stretch. So as long time as much time as he needs, honestly, I'm down for it. But like we said, the offense is di- the offense is different. And Byron Pringle, I think he's going to show up more than Demarcus Robinson. Yeah, I think because here's the, okay, here's the Demarcus thing. Demarcus Robinson had a nice. Here's one what I think is going to happen. I think last that year he tries too no, many of them. All right, all right, all right, all right. He tries he, too I many mean, one-handed he was, catches. He, he drops way more than he catches. Well, yeah, he's got that spectacular catch rating of 99. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Here's what. Hold on. Here yeah, is. It's like it's 59, but he tries it every time. Let's talking about Madden. All right. Here is my prediction of what's going to happen, or what I think should happen. I think that. McCole Hardman should be moved to Tyreek Hill's spot. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know the ins and outs as of football, like the terminology. All right. So stick with me here. But I think that McCole Hardman should be like you know like the guy that streaks on the field because to be honest, his route running isn't that good. His route running's horrible. I think that Byron Pringle should jump over Robinson and take over Sammy's spot because of the route run, his route running ability. When Tyreek Hill, and when, I yeah. think that Tyreek Hill should be in the slot that. Um, that I think they're trying to work McColl in right now, because right now they're put, they're trying they want McColl Hardman to do way more route running than he can is currently capable of, and I think that Hill has kind of upped his route running since he came into the league. The only the only issue with that is that Tyreek Hill is a problem because of his route running ability and his just like his flair for the dramatic of catching everything just in that point of time. Right. So. What I'm saying is, you put me Cole, Tyreek is still gonna tap, gonna get all that attention. It's not like everything's gonna go away. That's exactly right. But right. Then, but, but then have, all McCall Hardman's job is to streak down the field. He's just run down the field where he's open, and yeah. he's fast as that's what, crap. Yeah, that's what it's I'm gonna, saying. Okay. I think it's. Okay. I think it might work. What I'm saying is, I think that because basically what Watkins' big job. I mean, yeah, he was a good pass so catcher. And he could get touchdowns. So can I can I ask yeah, a question? Yeah. So what you're saying is, instead of putting Tyreek Hill on a side. To where he he goes down the field on a side, and so there's many people that, uh, like safeties and the cornerback who's covering him, uh, come and convulge together. You think Cole can maybe streak down yeah, the sideline yeah. faster? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. He so what Sammy did, what his most valuable val- valuable, yeah, right, valuable, valuable. Yeah. Am what I are you, what are you, right? try, what are you trying weird. to say? Like valuable. Is that the word? Val- like, sure. It, it sounded weird to me for some reason. Valuable. Anyways, that is a word. What What makes him valuable to the team isn't his pass catching ability or his ability to know, you know, make big plays. It's the fact that he stretches out the defenses in the middle of the field, and I think I think Hill can do a better job of than Watkins because he is he has 
the ability to create way bigger plays than Watkins does in my ability. It, yeah. It's because of how fast he is, you know? And and like you said, he's kind of he, he's he's almost like a ball hawk. I know that's yeah. kind of used to describe corners and safeties a lot, but he goes for the ball. I mean, he yeah. he puts everything for the ball. I just personally I think it would benefit the team more even with Watkins maybe even on the team to have Hill be that kind of middle of the guy, middle of the field receiver draw and more attention one thing that people don't really look at look at when they look at sammy watkins is when pat mahomes scrambles and he does a lot of everything sammy watkins is almost always the person he goes to he go well he goes to him a lot of the time because sammy's good with like just following pat wherever he goes yeah so he's good at like escaping the route he was on and then finding doing, his eyes yeah, and, yeah finding whatever and so i think that's why he he's so successful if Somebody else can take that. If Byron Pringle can take that, can do that yeah. then well, cause you, that's fine. You had that play against the Colts last year where Mahomes had to scramble out of the pocket and then throw something into the front of the end zone towards the ground, and Pringle oh, moved Pringle was there. to make the play happen. I mean, the, that's not a touchdown uh, if he doesn't move off of his route to go to that a, ball. That was a Colts game, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think, I think Byron Pringle can do it. Do I think he has the explosiveness of Sammy Watkins? No. No, he doesn't. Do I think he can fill the role and possibly help the Chiefs even elevate past what they have with Watkins? No. Possibly. I think they possibly can. <laughs> Josh, possibly is not, can. Josh is not on the Pringle I'm train. I'm not on the Pringle train. Not at all. On the I Pringles think he, can, per se? He, he, he Shut comes up. comes up sometimes, <laughs> makes, it, makes a catch. But because we're from Detroit, we're like, Detroit. Byron Pringle, he played yeah. for K-State, and we're fans, but we live in Detroit. You know, Detroit, that's yeah. the only reason that Okay, okay, Josh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so... Let me ask you. What's up, dog? What are you doing? Doing what? With with Watkins' premature exit this season. He'll be gone for like a couple of weeks, but what, what, you, well, what's, your, still, what's your plan? What, my plan? Yeah. Uh, keep doing the same thing that's working. Well, what's working does was Rob, having Watkins. Yeah, does Robinson... Well, I does agree. Robinson I agree. You just look at all the other weapons around you. Just go to a different so one. So do you think Clyde yeah. becomes more... Yeah, run more the, wheel the, routes with Clyde. Have Clyde run some more routes and throw him the ball sometimes. He's not getting a lot of receiving attention. He had a hell of a catch on Sunday, though. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, is I think he's capable of coming up in the receiving game, but we just really haven't been using him that much. I think he Because could we haven't had to, and now I, yeah, now I, I kind of see could, your thing. We have to, void maybe there, now. And we wouldn't have to... I don't know. Stray too far from our our game plan. I think that, I think that's fair. And he, there's still that element of mystery that surrounds him. I think that's why Mikol had such a good year because he wasn't. There was no scouting report. Yeah, nobody yeah. really knew. You know, he, they knew he was fast. Yeah, they knew they, he was fast, and that's it. And even then, when he caught the ball, nobody was like really sure, and they would take bad angles on him and everything like that. But you know, his route running really, you know, cuts down on his value. I think that. You know, he drops passes sometimes. He's just not that clutch player yet. I think he totally oh, could. He, I mean, Hill wasn't when become. he first came to the league. Yeah, I know. Hill's, Hill's route running he, he was awful develop. when he first came to the league. But like like we were saying last week, I wouldn't be surprised if this is uh, Sammy Watkins' last year with the Chiefs. Oh, yeah. Unless so he takes is, an insane pay cut, yeah, yes. This Again. is a chance for us to experiment with the weapons that we oh, already yeah. have to try and come up with something different. Because, look, we've been trying to do the same thing. And these games this year have not looked like last year's. I feel like they have. We haven't been as explosive. We haven't been blowing teams out because I think they're kind of getting an idea. I think Andy Reid needs to sit down, come up with some new plays to 
use our weapons in a different way. Like you were talking about taking Tyreek, put him here, put McCall yeah, yeah. here and here. Do that. Exploring the know? bounds of what our weapons can yeah. do. Yeah. Just and, shuffle, and really shuffle, the, the shuffle the deck. Of our yeah, yeah. yeah. Change it so up. So then the other the defense, the, the opposing defense doesn't know if they're pulling out an ace or a king yeah, or exactly. you know. Yeah, I get exactly. that. And I want to go back to Matt um, reading the tweet about the draft. I kind of agree. Um, yeah. I, I mean, our first our first pick needs to be an offensive lineman. I mean, almost hundred percent. Only hundred percent sure about that. And I know that I know we talked about this just a little bit last week, but the the only reason I say go for an offensive line is because I think all the offensive linemen are going to fall like hell in this upcoming draft. It also doesn't help that Lucas Niang drop uh, opted out. He'd be starting right now. Uh, oh, on that on the as a guard. 100%. Well, and not to mention, this would, I mean, he was going to be, I think even if he wasn't starting this year, like if you took out all the injuries and he didn't start a single game this year, he was starting next season. They need a son. And Uh, now he can't necessarily do that because he's a year behind. But um, I think, I don't think it needs to be as drastic as every pick uh for the first three rounds. Every for the next couple yeah. of years needs I, to be offensive. If there's a defensive player on the board, if there's a Patrick that Queen is, that falls into our lap, yeah, there's if, a linebacker we, that falls. If, yeah. if we have an early, if we like trade for an early second round pick, and there's like a Patrick Queen just sitting there, go for the, the Patrick Queen pick, you know. But I do agree. Like we do need to, we do need to find someone to replace Sammy. We need a good route, a really good route running wide receiver with really sticky hands that can kind of catch that ball and patrol the middle of the field. Yeah. Um, and I, we do need, uh, I think we do need more offensive linemen. If I, I, my, my view on this, or what you were talking about, Matt, I don't necessarily agree because sort of my mindset on how we need to rethink the offense a little bit, maybe switch it up. But then also uh, particularly the game on Sunday, if our defense could have made a stop, our offense, I think, could have pulled together a win. It shouldn't have come down to that, bottom line. No, yeah. But if we had just a couple more pieces or a more well-rounded defense, they could have gotten that stop and we could have won the game. Well, and that's, that's, and that's where I think it is. We can't rely too heavily on our offense because if it comes to that time where we are playing from behind and our defense can't come up clutch like that, you know, I think we've got enough pieces that our offense is still a high-octane but we need a little bit more of that on defense to make us a better, well-rounded team, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's valid. I'm just thinking for, <clears throat> for like the far future when, you know, when we don't have any of the players that we do now, except for Patrick Mahomes, you know what I mean? So you, it's not like you can just say, Oh shoot. Tyreek Hill is gone. Patrick, uh, Patrick Kelsey, Travis Kelsey's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now we need to sign free agents or whatever. Like, yeah. like, and, and, and I, I'm not, I think I'm kind of in the middle of of the of the two camps here yeah i mean it all um, depends on on who's in the draft you know and and where who falls our, and who, yeah, falls. who falls where our picks are because there's no next year we could you know have a losing record it would be crazy but our strategy for drafting would be completely different if we're not thinking all right we're pick yeah. number 31 yeah. because 30, it would be 32. what causes us to lose that many games exactly Boom. i mean things are going to change injuries might happen people might retire if it's against- but also if we're like a top 10 pick you know god forbid uh, that would change patrick mom got injured yeah all right man. let's happens. not even joke about yeah, that i'm not that I'm, I'm not i'm not I'm, i don't want anything to happen that's uh, that's all i'm saying if we're talking i got pick, scared last year when, he, reason. when he went down so i was like this boy already walks gimpy I think <laughs> we might have just drafted an injury-prone um, quarterback. No, but um, I, I agree with you in the – but it's only who falls. It's the entirely game of who falls to us when. And if 
a linebacker of extreme quality falls to you at 28, 30, 32, 31, then awesome. But if you have Creed Humphrey out of Oklahoma, who's a center and he's fallen because he's, he had, he had an injury this year. I say you go get him because you're the interior of your offensive line is really bad. And Andrew Wiley, Mike Rimmers aren't going to do that for you. Anyway, uh, Looking ahead to the bold predictions. Last week we had some we had some real doozies. Hey, uh, mine was kind of spot on. Okay, well we'll get to yours last. Uh, me, oh god, this was a freezing cold take at freezing <laughs> cold, cold takes. I said five turnovers for the Raiders, and four of them and four of them would be Derek Carr interceptions. Only one of those happened. You know what that means? I am wrong. Uh, then, uh, Josh said 200 all purpose yards and a receiving tug for CEH Clyde Edwards Hilaire. You know what you were wrong. Yeah, definitely. You were wrong. He got under 100 all purpose yards. So yeah. And Jackson, you said 175 rushing yards for both teams, not just the Raiders. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, not both teams. No, both teams. 175 both teams. Well, no, no, no. I'm pretty sure the the Raiders got 175. They got 144. I just checked. Okay. Well, Ooh, no that means. Gosh. And uh then Oliver said Rashad Fenton was going to take over at a cornerback slot at the end of the game and you know what? He did, didn't he? He did because Travis Ward got benched. Shot the bed. He yeah, and there's something happening with that with uh, his hand, but you know, uh, yeah, we didn't have we didn't have anything good. And while we're while we're watching this fantastic Bills Texans uh, Titans game, not sure there's been a single play without a flag. We look at flags. We speaking of flags, we had a ton of flags on Sunday against us. We got to clean that up. Double digits. We got to clean that up for the Bills. What are your bold predictions for the Bills? Our defense is going to shut them out. Not, oh. zero, not oh. zero points. Okay. Not zero points. <laughs> not zero points. But Almost had a heart attack. Single digits. Single digits. Single digits? And combined points is going to be under 30. Combined. Like like a 20, combined like, points. Like, well, like a 21 yeah, like, to like tw- 7 20, game? 24, 7. 20, That's 31. That's 31. Yeah. You just combined? said okay, twenty-one <laughs> seven. Twenty-one seven. So I forgot that I said the thirty part. Combined yeah. points. I was focusing on the single digit. Combined points under thirty. Thirty 35, or under. Thirty-five. 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 Yeah, combined. I, I don't want to get too crazy. I think it gives you a little more. Like tw- twenty-four to ten. Ah, uh, no, that still goes off a. Of, uh, That's thirty-four. You're good. Uh, no, but I'm saying I want to keep the the bills double to digit. single digits. Double digits so okay. I think well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Three next. field goals, zero touchdowns by Josh Allen. Uh-huh. He's already thrown two interceptions this game against the. You Titans. said what? What you said? Say? Zero touchdowns for Josh Allen. Whoa. Mine's gonna go the exact opposite <laughs> of Joshua's. I think that both quarterbacks are gonna combine for seven plus touchdowns. hundred points. Whoa, 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 whoa! Both <laughs> QBs going for. Combined for seven. Combined plus. for seven. So if plus that's touchdowns. that could be Mahomes throwing five and Josh Allen throwing two, 
I, yeah, that was one way I was going to go with it, too. I think they're going to... I think So you were either like, nothing or everything. Yeah. Well, I, watch, watching this game, Josh Allen is looking poop. Well, and I think so. I think you have, you have you have to think about... One thing, that's what I'm thinking about, is that both sides of the Chiefs, both the defense and the offense, are looking at this next game as not only a huge game, but a redemption game. And so I think... Oh. I mean, we know that Mahomes can step up when he needs to, and we know that the defense can step up when they need to because they did in the playoffs. Um, I just think I think that regardless of how it's spread, I think that there's going to be seven plus touchdowns in the air, and I wouldn't be surprised if there were some Chiefs, you know, maybe doubting themselves a little bit right now. Oh, and I, I think this next game, if we were to beat the Bills, it would give them the the pep back in their step. After we finish bull predictions, I'll get into this, but oh, I would not want to be the Bills next week. Oliver, uh, you go next. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna say. Should I do four or five? Just just without you knowing what I'm going to say. Should I do four, four or five? Four, okay. Four. Now I'm going to do five. Now I'm going to do four. I'm going to say four sacks for the Chiefs D-line. Uh, no, no, four sacks for the defense. Four sacks for the defense. Yeah, after zero this week, they're going to come They're gonna, they're gonna come they didn't out. Have come with a vengeance. The, oh, okay. you're saying the line? Well, I, okay, so I said the line, and then I changed so it to Frank, the whole defense. So, so who had a sack this week? Because I don't remember. No one. I no, uh, I well, think, maybe Willie Gay did. I think it Willie Gay, quick. it went in, but it didn't really... It didn't really count. Really well, okay, so five defensive sacks for the Chiefs. Five five defensive sacks for the Chiefs. Shit, okay. that's a lot. Like <laughs> hey, that man, is a lot. It could happen. Against a rushing QB. Um, I'm, it is bold, isn't it? He's been staying in the pocket all night, so I don't know if you're talking yeah, about. His pocket presence is Yeah, really Gay good. had our only sack um, against the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, I will... I'm going to kind of piggyback off of Josh's, but not so bold. Not so well. What is this called, Matt? Bold predictions. They're bold. Okay, they're bold. Okay, fine, 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 fine. I think, uh, how about this? I think Meikle Hardman's going to have over 100 yards receiving. Oh, okay. That's not bold bold enough. Considering, well, I mean, considering a single receiver has not had more than 100 yards in any game this season. Travis Kelsey did this. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. And the fact that Watkins is out, I think Meikle is definitely going to get more. Oh, he'll definitely see. Not bold enough. Not bold off. How about 100 yards and two tugs? All right, I'll 150 in two tugs, no deal. Two? Huh? Okay, it's his bold prediction. Chill out. He said no deal. At, why do I? Why do I? Why am I saying that as if like no? I don't want to. Like this is we're gonna just <laughs> those like, are good things. Oh, we're gonna yeah. do shit on ourselves next uh, week if we don't if we don't get it right. I, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If we have here's my opinion on the bold takes this this season. You know, now that we're keeping track, if we have if anybody in this room has a winning record in their bold takes, they're not bold enough. I think a good record for the bold takes should be like three or what, four we had one good season. one last last week and then one good one the week before i think yeah, that's I about on pace okay well i don't even remember what they, we need to write them down because i don't remember I, I, it wasn't josh right the two weeks ago yeah because uh what did i say well <laughs> we're moving on okay yeah, i was right I was so right. the bills so looking ahead to the bills matchup and we'll just do this for a couple minutes but the bills matchup they're not playing great tonight but they have had an explosive poopy. offense throughout the year and Josh Allen has been playing like an MVP. So, do you think, uh, in my opinion, I don't want to play the Chiefs next week? I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be an all-out bloodbath from the Chiefs' defense, from the Chiefs' offense. I think they're going to be like, screw this! I cannot believe that we lost to the Raiders. 
this is dumb. We are better than this. And I think there's going to be fire under everyone's ass. I think you'd like to think that, but I kind of don't see it happening. Really? Okay. I see another frustrating game. Yeah. I I see a a well-fought game, but I, I don't know. I think we'll have a good game, but the Bills will also play a good game. I think it's either a loss or we blow them out. I don't think there's any in between. No, I, I don't think, think there's any in between either. If we win, it's it's going to be a two-score game. Really? Yeah, I think they're going to hold Okay, so here's here's my analysis. So, I mean, the Josh Allen is a pretty solid running quarterback. I mean, he's not Lamar Jackson level, Jackson level, but if you give him space, he'll pick up 10 to 20 yards on you. Oh, and they runs. also have they also have a really good receiving core with Beasley and and Diggs. And then that's that's only two people. We have three or four in our receiving core. Um, but that's enough to torture our secondary. However, Rashad Breland has ha- it will have had a I think two weeks of practice under his belt now, and a game situation. So I th- I wouldn't be surprised if Breland comes out and plays really well. In fact, I wouldn't be that surprised if Breland maybe has an interception, because I mean he's because Josh because Josh Allen's thrown two or three so far. Yeah. So I yeah, I, he's, yeah. that's that's the thing. I think I think our secondary either steps up. And they kind of correct what they did against the Raiders, or they kind of fall flat again. And Stephon Diggs and Michael Beasley just kind of run all over him. Mm-hmm. Cole Beasley, Beasley, yeah. What did I say, Michael? Michael, yeah. The KC basketball. We're from player. Detroit. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, we're gonna wrap up this section of the Chiefs, but we're gonna keep continuing into NFL talk. Uh, this is just my question for the guys. Dolphins. They played a hell of a game against a really good 49ers defense that is injured, but Still good. How long do you think it is before Tua Tungavailoa takes over as starting quarterback? Next season. Next season? Yeah, next season. You say Tungavai? Tungavailoa is, is how you say it. I didn't I've see an N in the name. It pronounced like that. It's Tua Tungavailoa. I believe you. I believe you, but I'm not even going to try just... to like figure out what it's. I mean. Okay, well. Um... The only hard <laughs> name I know how to pronounce is Antetokounmpo. That's the only one. <laughs> how about Shusevsky? I wouldn't, be, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised it's if Tua <laughs> does not see the field for the rest of the season. I could see I I could maybe either. if they somehow end up blowing people out, like they did the 49ers. Huh? But here's but, you know. But here's the deal. They're not a playoff team. They're not a playoff team. What was the difference between the Chiefs and the Dolphins now? The Chiefs were a playoff team with Alex Smith. Sure, were they were they a strong one in twenty seventeen? Not particularly, but still they they were still a playoff team, and so that's why he came in at the end. I think the last three games of three, four, five games of the season, I think Tua comes in, and I, I think he, I think he shines. Uh, no, I, I, I see a little bit of similarity with like Baker Mayfield, situation wise. With Tua, yeah, uh, the Browns were most definitely not a playoff team. They're playing well this year, but I don't yeah. think that's Baker Mayfield. I think receivers are stepping up and playing how they should. I think be. that's fair, but. I I don't know. I think Tua is someone that could be great, but I think he will slowly emerge. You're talking about similarities, and and this is uh, well. I'm saying I I don't want them to go that route. I don't. No want no no, no. Yeah, yeah yeah no. What yeah. I'm saying is um I it almost seems like they might be doing a Smith and Mahomes, except like a great value version of Smith and Mahomes. <laughs> um I don't see Tua being anywhere near Mahomes' level. Personally, I think he's. I don't see. I think Tua's Patrick anywhere. No, exactly. No, yeah. And I was about to say that, but Tua's like maybe he's got like in my opinion he's got like a sixty forty flop ratio. Sixty being he might flop, you know. So I think. um, I think he's. I think that's kind of what they're trying to do is replicate that almost, just maybe not to the same level. 
Um, and so for that reason, I think he might get like one start this season and then maybe start, start full time. Um, year. and then let's, and then transitioning over to the good old Washington football team. They benched Dwayne Haskins this week. Alex Smith. And then, back. then they started Kyle Allen, but then he got, he got hurt. So Alex Smith had to come in for the first time since 2018. Sack six times, baby. The leg is strong. It's there to stay. Uh, if you didn't, <laughs> if you didn't see the the clip of Aaron Donald saying that is strong, meaning Alex Smith's leg. Uh, the MF word standing for the yeah. leg. Also, yeah. he, you bleeped out the word leg. Yeah, leg was also in there. He said that <laughs> MF leg. But okay. Leg. Well, <laughs> anyway, but did he complete a lot of passes? No, but he should he be did come back. Complete a pass. He completed His first nine. Pass back. He completed nine, nine of, for uh, yes. seventeen for for thirty three yards. So not he, a great line. Not a great however, line. But he was. Sacked six times. Do they have a receiving core there? They have ter- scary Terry's uh, Terry huh? McLaurin, which hasn't who hasn't done much this year at all. Not yeah. this year, but he's he has the possibility to become very very good. But their offensive line is bad. They don't have a running back. They're just a bad team. But this is still a quarterback, <laughs> Alex Smith, <laughs> who team. could have never walked again. No. You know, That's why he should comeback player of the year. He should win comeback player of the year no matter what. It didn't, he didn't even have to take a snap under yeah. center for him to be the comeback player of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, he almost died. Dude was dude no. was septic in the hospital. He, yeah. yeah, he almost Not to mention he died. had more surgeries than he technically needed to because of Be- an infection. Because of, yeah, because of the like infection, that. yeah. Uh-huh. So it was worse than anticipated. I, regardless, I'm glad to see him back. Much love to Alex Smith. He's a really good dude. We don't have what we have now without him. Um, I don't know if he got a ring but I heard rumors that we maybe sent him a ring. Uh, I said that, but I have no idea where I heard it. Yeah, and I, I, I feel up, like I don't think he actually did. If he, <laughs> if he didn't, I wouldn't be upset if he, he got should. one. Um, because, like I said, we don't we don't have what we have now without. Yeah, him, we're where so. we're at yeah. because of um, Alex Smith. Definitely, I, I'm very happy to see him back on the field. Yeah, uh, and I think something similar to the situation. I think we should acknowledge at least what happened to Dak Prescott. Ooh. No, yeah. Oh. Horrible. Unfortunately, one quarterback I'll gets crap back from a on Dak fracture. all the time. Like I'm freaking Odell Beckham, but <laughs> he did not deserve that. Oh, no know? one deserves that. And it's I, just yeah. so sad to see, and it's scary to see. I'm a big. And I'm. Yeah. What's even more scary is you know he's headed into free agency after this season. Yeah. And um, I saw many players say, you know, if if the Cowboys don't take care of him. That's just wrong. Des Bryant tweeted, and he was like, yeah. Jerry and Stephen Jones, if you don't, if he can ever play again and you did not pay him before, you you deserve to go to hell. Well, like, and I've always thought were, Jerry Jones was, pardon my French, a shitbag of a person. <laughs> so <laughs> he is. He's not a good person. So I, it wouldn't surprise me if, unfortunately, that kind of scenario happens. But yeah. Uh, but we wish Dak the. The best, and I hope he's he's. Uh, hopefully, they got him to the hospital enough time to where nothing was worse than it was. The yeah. Worse than it was on the field. Um. Um. Hold on. Before we move on, what's did up? Andy Dalton come in, or did Andy, they have another? The guy Red Rifle Dalton? came in. Hell yeah, yeah he did. And I he wasn't led sure. Them on. They won. Yeah, they, they won. won. Yeah. Should not have won that game. Oh no. no, no <laughs> but they played the Giants. I, I mean, wanted, the Giants are horrible. I wanted the Giants yeah. to win that game so bad. Yes. Fun fact. Only because I wanted every single person in that division to have. One win exactly. <laughs> That's the only <laughs> thing. I Fun fact: um, This is the first time, and I don't. I saw something about it. I don't know what the year was, 
both New York teams are 0 and 5 dude, to start the, the season. Yeah, dude, this season. You you talked about Jerry Jones being a shitbag. The city of New York teams shitbag. Get this stat. Shit Get bag. this stat. The New York Guardians of the XFL have more wins in MetLife Stadium in 2020 than the Giants <laughs> and the Jets. Combined. Combined. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, oh, oh my ooh, god. Ooh, ooh. Oh my lord! Yeah, the <laughs> so new it's funny. a it's a toilet bowl, bro. They are they're tanking for like, they're not yeah. even tanking for Trevor anymore. They're tanking to be the like. The problem is both of the both teams, both franchises have a young quarterback that they drafted to be like the face of the franchise. Yeah, they both <laughs> they say, both have been rebuilding for the last like ten years and just have made no forward progress. Call me crazy, it's tough to rebuild like around a quarterback. Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you, you're okay. You know, Josh is not wrong no here because. It's, you, because you get a good quarterback in a bad situation, and then it's terrible. I mean, look at Josh. Uh, not Josh Allen. Josh Allen took a little bit of time. But Darnold. Sam Darnold. No, Josh Allen didn't look amazing. Yeah, but this but year he's looking he looked better. great. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but because they're starting to put pieces around him. You know, they're doing it. But it's it's tough. You but that's him. that's going back to Tua. That's the fear with Tua. Exactly. Also, you they don't have a good right tackle, and you're like, why? That, why is that an issue? That's his blind side. He's but a lefty can, quarterback. But they can draft one. They they did. He's injured now. Okay, well he'll come back. And, and that's, they can what, yeah, yeah. that's why I'm saying take you know? a little bit of time with Tua because you yeah who's somebody who could be injury prone. Yeah, you know went into the draft. It was already iffy, yeah he know? dropped down from the number one overall pick because yeah. of the I mean Joe Burrow should have been the number one overall. But speaking of Joe, and, uh, speaking of quarterbacks in bad situations, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow. only has one win <sighs> this season. Joe yeah. Burrow is and. Joe Burrow is single-handedly doing things like winning games for the Bengals. Like well, winning games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> winning games. He's keeping them afloat. We'll say Dude, that. Yeah. We we talk about our our They're offensive line being, being bad. You you're talking about They're our They're not winless. They're not afloat. I'm saying like in games. Like he's keeping the games he's, they're, as they're close. He's keeping I them mean, in games. Chad Ochocinco quote, has been talking about Coming back to the league for a while. Nah, dog. Maybe no, Joe no, Burrow. No, 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 no. They got T. Higgins. And it's starting to, like, I don't know if you guys saw the clip of the, Joe Burrow threw an interception, and then A.J. Green just stopped running. Oh, yeah. Started walking towards the sideline. Like he didn't even try and catch it's, the ball. Now peop, people aren't even trying for him. He has yeah. no offensive line. We, we bitched about our offensive line for a long time. Joe Burrow's offensive line is 10 times worse than, like, he doesn't have an all pro on his offensive line. So, like, Oh my gosh! Like it's it's a horrible situation. I hope he's really good because Joe Burrow has played as well as he could for the Bengals. Oh, I want to see him succeed. No. I just think it's a bad situation. Yeah, but uh, we will wrap that up, and we will have uh, we will have Kaufman Corner and America's favorite segment after this break. <laughs> Before we get into the next section, we would like to thank our sponsors, the List Show Sell KC Group with Keller Williams Key Partners. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, they serve clients with superior customer service and integrity while going the extra mile to make your transaction the best it can be. Find them on Facebook by searching List Show Sell KC. Slide into home with the List Show Sell KC Group. It's what they do. Be sure to find us on all our social media accounts. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DropTheBallPC. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and like the Facebook page, both at DropTheBallPodcast. And we're back with the Kaufman Corner. Uh, we have a lot of questions facing this 2021 Royals team. And 
First, I think it starts with the outfielders. Of course, we have the locks with the departure of Alex Gordon to retirement. But we have the locks in the outfield with uh, Edward Olivares. But past that, you and Jorge Soler, but he's really on the designated hitter side. So do you end up calling up Kyle Isbell and Khalil Lee? Or do you go try and get somebody like a Jock Peterson or somebody to fill that hole until they're they're ready to do so i really don't even know if Oliveras is a lock um i will say that uh i don't know where he signed or yeah. where, like i don't know where he signed or what he's doing but i did hear rumors of maybe possible interest with um um bradley with the red sox jackie bradley jr yeah oh jackie bradley jr streakiest player alive um well yeah but it's the Jock royals peterson so they don't shy is away the streakiest players. player but um, you need a left-handed bat if you go get somebody you need yeah, a left-handed that's left-handed true bat. um get some base i think i think we do we definitely call up um isbel and he, and khalil Lee next you season might but we have. if they're not ready they're not ready yeah but well, that but that's the thing do you throw them in the fire or do a, you i mean here's i a, don't know because it has it's worked it worked sort of it, it worked okay it worked with Brady Singer and Chris Bubich for the most part they had their struggles though I mean they're I, I mean, okay, sure okay, but they're, rookies, large, they're gonna have struggles by and large it was a successful move okay yeah I don't I don't know if that works with not one not two but probably three other because we're gonna we're gonna have um names are escaping me right now but we're gonna have an infielder player an infielder getting called up next year and probably one or two more pitchers so yeah. I just I just I don't know how much success you're going to have with six I'd argue, players. I'd in two argue Isbell is at least probably ready because, or at least close ready because I mean they had him on the taxi squad. Well, then so there you go. Like they wouldn't have they wouldn't have had him on the taxi squad. If they didn't think he was. He's the ready. right field. He's I, the right fielder. I also think that Kyle or that um, Khalil Lee might possibly be ready as well. Nick Heath is one of the guys I was trying to think. of. I think Nick I Heath. think yeah. Nick Heath is going to get a job before Khalil Lee does because I do think do Khalil th- Lee does have some do you think, growing to do. Yeah, but, but do you think uh, Nick Heath is the is the placeholder until Khalil Lee comes over? Because Nick Heath really can't. I mean, he's the center he's not field. known yeah. for hitting. No. Uh, but yes, he would he would be the center fielder that you would call up, but. If you do that, then you have to move Whit Merrifield back into the infield, which he needs to he do. Needs to be I really base, don't yeah. think that Nicky Lopez needs to be. I, here's playing. the thing. Here's the thing. Um, you said we have one year earlier in an episode. We have one year of. of Hang on. I did not understand what you just said. <laughs> All right. So you said earlier in another podcast that we have one more year of Franco, right? Um, I'm pretty sure I that's how the assumption we only had one year with well, him. Well, we season. signed him, but the. So here's what happened. So you. You can get the contracts in the MLB are weird because you have seven years of pl- six and a half years of player control. The Phillies only had about, th- uh, I think they only had like five of his of his years. Okay, and so he had five years of serve of MLB service time, but he got non tendered, which means he got released. The Royals then signed him, but I'm pretty sure he gets that other half year, which means he's not finished with it yet, so he won't be a free agent. He still has that club control right, yeah. it, until he can actually hit free agency because it's not like, oh well they released you so boom that's how it be, uh, or it's not like NFL to where they release you and then oh you can sign you sign a one year deal and you're good like arbitration and like the MLB service time you have to sit, hit a certain point so so my, I guess what I'm where I'm going with that is um, Frank uh, and as long as he's in our lineup, he need or in our system, he needs to be in the lineup, mm-hmm. especially with how he performed. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't like him at the beginning of the season, but he pre- started performing way better towards the end. Yeah, 
Um, but if he's not there, uh, I know Nikki has the ability to play third, and I'm I can't imagine Wit can't play third. You know, Wit can play third. Um, and I'm sure I think I mean Wit would even though he's not used to it, he would probably be a better defensive option than Franco. And so, at, at anyway, at this point. Uh, we talked about it in an earlier episode, but the reason why we're saying Hunter Dozier not at third is because Ryan O'Hearn and Ryan McBroom have really been not uh, not consistent, and they really haven't shown up. So they moved Hunter Dozier to first at the end of the year, and I think it's probably the best move for the uh, the best move moving forward. Uh, so yeah, so it raises a lot of questions: who's playing third? Wick can play third. I think he's better at second base. Uh, Mondesi can play third if they really, really need him to. I don't think I trust his arm, but uh, call me crazy. I think you think you call it Bobby Wood Jr. I'm sorry. I no. That's what I was going to nope, say. Nope, 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 nope. They're not, not going to call him not, up before not like, he has a full year. No, 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 not, no, no. Not like at the beginning of the season. No, not even the entire season. He's I, not going to be called up. I think he They're going to let him. He does, not even, he does not even have a single minor league game played. They're not going to call him up with half a season unless he is just absolutely tearing it up. Dude, he I mean, was they didn't, ripping they didn't everybody. But they didn't even do that with Mike Trout. Mike Trout had a full year. Yeah, I understand. Bobby Witt is not Mike Trout, and they did not even do that with Mike Trout. Hey, so what if, what I'm if just, he's okay? What if he's not Mike Trout? What if he's Bobby Witt? I, I, guess, that's, I guess that's possible. <laughs> I, I am, I am very, very you, doubtful. That I understand they throw what you're him into the fire. That I understand much. what you're saying because he's so young. He's only 20 years old. Uh, he has the ability to, like you said, be Bobby Witt. You know, but they're not gonna. They're they they don't. I don't want them to rush that and limit like they did with Aldoberto Mondesi. Look, I, look mm-hmm. I'm on Jackson's side with the you don't call him up right now, but I think that he possibly he has a possibility for in the future to be the third baseman. Oh, 100 percent. 100 percent. I think he has. I mean, he looked really good at first base or third base. But. but I don't think you call him up, call him up right away, because there is a reason that that doesn't happen. You know, like, yeah. like there's, a, there's, no, yeah. a, there's a reason it's not the NFL where you can just throw people in. You know, at at best, if we're out of contention, he might get a couple September games because that doesn't mess with his options or whatever. I don't know how all the contracts. Well, it doesn't. It'll be contracts. It doesn't count. Use the heck out of it. It doesn't count. It doesn't count as a half a season, which means it doesn't count toward almost any of his of his service time. So, yeah, um, because say like we like I just explained it's six and a half years until you can hit free, free agency, blah, blah, blah. But. Yeah, and you're correct. If you if you end up using a lot of his service time, like say the first you get you call him up halfway through the season, and then you use two years of his service time before he's like before you're competitive, then yeah, you waste a little bit of what you could have, especially if he's all he's cracked up to be. Uh, well, and that's another thing is um, uh, the Royals aren't really a team that can take top talent and make them. Um, franchise players we're a small market team that's just not how it works Gord, the only reason we kept Gordon for so long is because he slumped um, so it's I mean but I mean like you said we risk losing service time and if we can have Bobby Witt for four years where to, to the point where we have the talent for four years of his prime mm. to maybe go to the postseason four years in a row I, I don't see that happening I mean we're just not that kind of team but I mean I don't want I don't want to be like four four years into a possible kind of playoff streak or something, or two years into a playoff possible playoff streak, and then lose our best player or our like face of the franchise player, yeah, because we just don't have the money to keep him around. 
Yeah, and I totally understand that. It's it's just it's it's the million dollar question. It's whether you you go get some tools that might be able to help you now, or do you call up your think your people that are ready? Because sure, Bobby Witt is just one aspect, but the outfield is quite honestly the number one thing because we don't really know what what we have because and we have prospects, but we don't have any like major league like proven players to to sit in the outfield. Like if you look at the outfield core right now, it's Edward Olivares, Nick Heath. I know the Royals, they're gonna sign somebody. Yeah. Like a Chris Owings or something. If we sign I'm sorry, hold on. If we sign another player like Chris Owings, I didn't like him in the first place. I think we ruined any possibility that Gore might have actually been a decent player in the outfield. I mean, it was a small sample size, and I've gotten into so so many arguments with my dad about this. It was a small sample size, and but I mean, Gore was hitting like two seventy five through like it would no 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 through like twenty something at bats. He was like two seventy five, two fifty to two seventy five somewhere in there. He was hitting at least mid two hundreds if in not the, in the major leagues, not in the major leagues in the season when we had Chris Owings, in two, in the two thousand nineteen season. Before we traded before we traded him to the Yankees for like money. Basically. Are you talking about Owings or Gore? Gore. I don't like Owings. I don't remember Gore ever batting that well it was, anywhere. It was through like 25 games of the season. Like, well, it was, and or, he was, it was playing off the bench. It was 25 games of the season. He was playing off the bench, and like 10 of them were starts. And he was batting like 275, and we kept playing Owings over him instead of at least giving him that regular starting job just to see. And Owings was batting like 175. Well, the only issue— There was no reason we shouldn't have had Gore starting. Well, I'm so sorry. This is way yeah, off topic, I understand, but Chris but, Owings was— the only reason Chris Owings played is because he was a Whit Merrifield type. He played the outfield. He played no, shortstop. He, he was not a Whit Merrifield type. He, he was a me type. I'm he awful was, at every position, so they just throw me out there. <laughs> so no, I, that's not what I mean. I'm not. I'm not comparing him to Whit Merrifield in the no, fact. No, I know. Of, but he's he was a utility player. Yeah. Boom. There you go. I, I got mad because that was my least favorite Royal signing of my entire my entire life. Well, I, I oh god, that was. I understand. I hated it too, and when they got rid of him, I was happy. But uh, moving on from the well, anyway, but continuing on the Khalili outfield, Isbell we have signing. I think you have you have Nick Heath, you have Edward Olivares, you have Kyle Isbell because I think he'll make the team. I don't think Khalili makes the team to start the year. I think he's he needs a little bit more time. He's older than than Kyle Isbell, but. I think he needs a little bit more it time. Strikes out too much right and now, and they're going to sign somebody. And honestly, they might just have keep three outfielders because Wick can do anything. Like, uh, but you also raise the question. We've talked about this before. Do you trade with Merrifield? Because you can get ex- you could really get some extreme value for him. And sure, we we're not big Nicky Lopez fans, but what if Lucius Fox comes up, the player we acquire we acquired for. Uh, for Brett Phillips. What if Lucius Fox comes up, he has a nice little streak and he starts playing second base for you. Um, it's just, of course, I mean, I've said it before, it's the million dollar question of how, how should the Royals handle all the minor league, all the minor league prospects and they're good players they have. Should they trade them away? Should they flip them for better prospects? It's yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's um, it's a tough situation because if you have a minor league system, Bobby Witt is playing a full minor league season, and you could see when we first drafted Bobby Witt, I thought that our next playoff window might start maybe 2021 at the earliest. Um, but now that we have all these picks that we haven't been able to send to the minors, 
to work because there was no minor league system this year, I think that might get pushed back a year because we have a lot of – I mean, the reason I say that we might have a new playoff window coming is because we have a lot of young talent mm-hmm. and we just have to develop them and get them up to the majors. So it's it's kind of tough to judge this stuff right now coming off of this season. But, I mean, it's 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 tough. And you brought up Whit Merrifield – um, and you're right. We're getting into that kind of that window in his contract where we can get good returns, um, but we're not asking for three players already in MLB or three uh-huh. MLB ready players. You know, um, so it's it, it's it's possible. I don't think it's happening until the deadline. If it does, happen. yeah. Look until until these outfield minor leaguers come up, and until we see the success in our prospects, until that happens. And you know, working with what we got, I, I definitely think that this off season, the Royals should go find. I don't, I don't know who it's going to be. I, I couldn't give you, a, I couldn't give you one option. But I think they need what I, what I think they need to do is go find some utility player who can do the outfield, and who could s- fill in somewhere in the infield. Because mm-hmm. until those outfielders come up, like Matt said, you could maybe hold on to three outfielders. But, you know, injuries happen, fatigue happens, all these things happen. You, you miss a flight. Like, who knows, you know? So, <laughs> Danny Duffy? <laughs> hey, I hey, mean, you said it, I didn't. You said his name, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, like I said, until that happens, you need to have think- somebody on there, on that team, who is like a Whit Merrifield, who can do the do all of these things and, and fill in and I think be a mentor. Who knows? Kind of have, they kind of already have some of those guys in the system. I mean... Eric Mieja was there, and Me- he could do Mejia? that. Mejia, sorry, I mixed up the some of the letters. Um, also, I just pulled up our pro- our prospects, um, and we do have Eric Pena, um, or Pena. There's no Enya in, in, in online, so I don't know if they're supposed to be. Um, but his ETA is until 2024. Um, so, and he's he's a pretty highly touted um, um, uh-huh. international prospect. Uh, if we could get him up sooner, it's possible. But I think it's more possible that you know, like Khalil Lee comes up before him. Yeah, and uh, we'll barely touch on this, but the bullpen needs to be a, an issue you you attach in free agency. That's just something you have to do, uh, just to stay competitive. I the bullpen the bullpen was better this year, but once Trevor Rosenthal left, I think that I think they're going to try their hardest to get Trevor Rosenthal oh, I back. Think, and I think Rosenthal is fine coming back, but. Uh, you really need you need you need like solid relievers for those starters that have a good game or they give up one run and the offense doesn't score for him I mean, so the game doesn't turn into nothing the bullpen as a whole really didn't give up that many even after Rosenthal left mm-hmm. i mean Jesse Hahn was shut out yeah he was i awesome. mean he was insane uh, in the last part of the season i mean uh, Stomont didn't really i mean Stomont had like one or two bad innings but he still finished with an ERA below 2 i think mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think. Zuber or Zuber looked all right, but he had some some problems with consistency. Um, what's the other Zimmer? Zimmer looked insane. He looked insane for a but guy that he was hurt rehabbing his, his arm. He hurt his know? elbow at the end of the year. Did which he hurt it again? Yeah. Okay. So we'll um, we'll have to see. But uh, but yeah. it's and not to mention hope pending a, a decent you know result with his Tommy John. We'll have. Griffin back after next season in the, tw- in the 2020 20, or yeah, the 2022 season. Foster yeah, and he was he was looking really good. Um, so I mean, I think we have some of that bullpen talent. I wouldn't be against going out and getting some more, 
But I also think Junis could be a solid option to flip from the starting rotation to the bullpen. Yeah. Agreed. I think uh, we were talking about Michael Franco earlier. Yes. So, and I'll just barely touch this. I think you trade Michael Franco and you get something back for him. Especially after the season he had Especially last year. Especially after 100%, the season. I agree. Um, I see that. I like that. Yeah. I like him a lot and he performed way better than I thought he was. But I think you can definitely capitalize off of what he's got and get some solid minor leaguers back or bullpen guys. Um, but now we will transition into, uh, dare we say it, uh, America's favorite segment. Dare we say it. It's the name of the show. I That's don't why you're dare. here. I don't. Oh, come on. I just say It's called it. Drop the Ball. Uh, and if you're not familiar with Drop the Ball, it's when uh, we kind of highlight who screwed the pooch this week. Let's just put it that way. Come on. You got to get better sayings, man. What do you mean? Screw the pooch? You sound like my like 85-year-old grandpa. Fuck the dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's better. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> okay, so with that, right, messed up this week. Right. we'll head over to Josh. Go for it, buddy. Um, honestly, I came in not really having one, to be honest. But then as we were watching this uh, Texans-Bills game, I'm going to say Josh Norman dropped the ball on that monster stiff arm <laughs> by Derrick Henry. Uh, that was insane. not very good, but just, you know, I enjoy seeing Josh Norman. I don't really like Josh Norman. I don't like He's got him. a big old not mouth. Not a lot of people like so Josh So anybody, like if, like if Richard Sherman received a stiff arm like that, or like when Tyreek Hill just embarrassed him, like I like mm-hmm. seeing those things, so... Josh Norman dropping the ball there, just like Derek Henry dropped him. I thought you were going to say Josh Allen because he didn't have a good game at oh, all. Oh, no. Two okay. touchdowns, two uh, that, Yeah, that would have been a good one, too. <laughs> Especially freaking lost me my fantasy football game. Thanks. Okay. Wah, wah, yep. wah, wah. Okay, let's go to – let's just go around the horn. Go, Oliver. Okie doke. Um, last th- – I'll set the stage. It's last Thursday. Potential game-winning drive on the line <laughs> for Tampa Bay. It's third down and like eight yards or whatever, and the uh, I, don't, I can't even say that that he's uh, the supposed G O A T. I don't like the guy. TB okay? twelve of the Tampa Bay. TB twelve of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Excuse is, me, the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Shut I up, hate you. TB twelve is at the helm, right? Eight yards to go. Like I think it's like twenty seconds left in the game. They're they're not quite in field goal range. But they got to get there, and they got fourth down coming up. So he runs the play, and he's got a little in or some kind of crossing route from the wide receiver, and is a he's covered. I don't know why he threw the ball to him, but it's an incomplete pass. Okay. Game's over. It's fourth down. Uh, I forget who they played, but they got the ball. Chicago. Chicago, Chicago. has the ball. Foles versus uh... – Nick Foles versus him, the, that guy. My, my favorite quarterback mm-hmm. to hate. My favorite to hate. Uh, yeah, so it's fourth down. It, it, turnover. Mm-hmm. So Tom is sitting there like, It went third down. It's fourth down now. I get the ball back. He's holding up his number four. He's like, where's my ball? Where's my ball? I paid you. to. I paid you. Give me my ball back, refs. And they're like, Tom, you're dumb. Game's over. You just turned it over. So I'm sitting here watching this game, and I'm like, uh <coughs> All right. I like that. I like Tom Brady looking like an idiot. Looking like a you know, high school football player who just forgot what down it was. I dig it. So, in addition to me just loving to hate this guy, he actually screwed up in a big, big way on primetime national TV. Thursday Night Football. That's my drop the ball. TV 12 screwed it up. 
What's crazy is the coach was even like, he knew what down it was. Oh, yeah. And yeah, then Bruce Arias to- came out with a statement. He was like, oh, he knew what down it was. When clearly he was holding up fingers and was like. And then like went up to what? the ref as well and was like. <laughs> I also forgot that he. <laughs> so LeBron just won his fourth ring. Am I correct? Yep. Uh, apparently he made a little joke about how. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, the number he, four is. Um... He posted. I think he posted a picture with LeBron's head uh, photoshopped onto his. Holding with up the, the four and said, "Congrats yeah. on his fourth." Ring. At least the guy's got a sense of humor. Oh yeah, I mean, it's Ish. big old senior moment. <laughs> big old, yeah. Oh my gosh, let's. Uh, uh oh, before we get into Jackson, I want to say uh, Nick Foles is Tom Brady's dad. Like, oh yeah, uh-huh. he he Call owns him. Daddy. He owns him. Yeah, yeah. Nick he Foles is gonna kiss owns Tom him real yeah. quick that's on the lips. Yeah, on the lips. For a long time. That's, that's how Tom do. Brady's family works. I yeah. Guess. <laughs> Um, so my, uh, drop the ball this week is actually about, uh, the New York Yankees over the last 10 years. Um, oh no. <laughs> if you are a follower of any, any journalistic source on Twitter that follows the Royals, um, you will have probably seen some sort of tweet or something about how in the last 10 years, the Royals, the Kansas city Royals have made an appearance in the world series more times than the New York Yankees. I thought it was 20 years. Uh, I don't think it's it, it's actually like I I told Oliver this because I read it wrong, but it was most definitely like it's 18 years because they had they didn't go uh, since 2001. So, and, but they have more appearances than the Yankees in 18 years because in 2009 they this is the only time the Yankees made it to the World Series. Um, so what I'm saying is, you're playing a sport. You are the one of the wealthiest sports teams. In the world, right? I mean, there's people in, like, Tokyo, Japan, wearing Yankees ball caps for whatever reason. I mean, like, they're they're so... They've been so good that they're synonymous with, like, fashion now, you know? And it's, it's, it's just... It blows my mind that in a sport where there is no cap... Cash is king, bro. No cap. A sport where there is no salary cap whatsoever, you... Don't go to the you you aren't in the World Series as much as a small market one of the smallest market teams in the entire MLB because you just don't manage your talent right and like I get it like and, and part of this is because is coming from the part of me that absolutely hates the Yankees right but it's just how do you mismanage having I mean with the amount of talent that's gone through there in the last eighteen years right I mean you're going through. Jeter A-Rod days. You've got Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge on that team right now. I mean, you, you've had solid managers. What is their front office doing to drop the ball this hard, right? You know? So, I mean, it's yeah. it's it's just I, – I, it, it's it baffles me, and I find it kind of hilariously funny that, <laughs> that the Yankees are the wealthiest team in the MLB by far and can't buy a World Series. <laughs> you can't buy a World Series. Uh, Apparently not, and also the the uh, Yankees player may or may not the Yankees players may or may not have like they they need to drop their balls. No, that landed. Is that just because oh, they have to shave? Is that what you're saying? Uh, okay, because you need to shave right now too, Matthew. Yeah, you're correct. Huh? Uh, huh? Huh? Anyway, I don't know what I don't know what. Yeah, Matt's I tried to make a joke and it is. didn't work. I'm sorry. Huh? Okay, well, <laughs> it didn't work. Okay, so. 
my drop the ball this week, we on? go into the, like we said, the, what are you looking at the soundboard for? Is it like a, you're a dumbass button? What are you doing, Step Stop. Bro? Anyways, continue, Matthew. Yep, that was for my joke. That was for my joke. But uh, we talked about it earlier with the New York toilet bowl that is happening. <laughs> uh, hell yeah. Uh, and somehow they just keep out, like they they out New York each other <laughs> every New week. York. Every week. But uh, you know who dropped the ball the most? Adam Case. For the, and the Jets organization just as a whole. Um, you got a good trade back for Jamal Adams. That was good. Good job. You just released Le'Veon Bell, who sure hasn't done a lot for you. But Adam keeping Adam Gase is the worst decision the Jets have ever made. And that is by so much. that He's ruined Sam Darnold's career up until this point. Sam Darnold has made great plays, but he has no protection. And then uh, you hire this... You hire this guy in Miami that didn't win. He went to the playoffs once and and had like a nine and seven record. This guy didn't win, and the only reason you hired this guy is because Peyton Manning likes him. What are you doing? You don't. Oh my gosh! You you could tell by the first press conference when his eyes were like frog was like frog eyes. He was like looking around like he had just committed a crime or something. You didn't get inclinations then that it was a horrible move. My God, it's been an absolute shit show in New York for Adam Gase, and it, I blame the Jets organization. And they just need to—they just need to give up. They need to give up. Sell their, their franchise. Sell the franchise. Get out of New York. Get out They're of New done. York. Go to Montreal or some shit. I don't care. They combine are, the two teams. I want another NFL team <laughs> from somewhere else. <laughs> give it to combine. me. Combine, honestly, one New York team. That actually plays in... Did the Jets actually play in New York? They, I know the they, Giants don't. Well, they, no, they the both same, play in MetLife. It's the same... Oh, do they? Cause which the is Giants, actually in New Jersey, the, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, yeah, so I was right. It's the neither, neither of them play in yeah. New York. But there are three football teams in New York. Right. It didn't, no, they don't need it. Because obviously two of them aren't working. Well, the one did pretty well. We talked about it earlier, right? Um, what? The, the, the Guardians. XFL Guardians? With more wins in MetLife. Yeah. yeah. That, I... Combine the two teams, actually the have them play bowl. in New York, it and is then a give me a toilet Combine them, just call them the Giants because the Giants are better. Though I do like the color green, so I'd be down with the Jets. Oh, their jerseys are disgusting. But, uh, Don't kid yourself. But the Jets jerseys? The, yeah. No, they're so gross. That's going to be that's gonna be a topic next week because we were talking about it before the show. We're going to talk about our favorite jerseys next yeah, week. That yeah, was, yeah. That was something we talked about. But give show, a, but. give another state uh, their first team or something. Like Oregon. Oregon is a great place that oh, I feel like yeah. people would want to live in. Yeah. Or or Wyoming. 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 <laughs> Give Wyoming an NFL team. I swear to God, if there is an Dude, NFL team if you Wyoming. Had, if, you had, if they wanted to see ugh. other people, ugh, they if you would had, not go to Wyoming. If you I got the, po- if you got the entire population of Wyoming to attend a game, you would still have less than a Chiefs game. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a lie. Socially distanced. There's like 2 million people in Wyoming, I think. There's 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 two million <laughs> cattle. Okay, in well, Wyoming. there's two million Wyoming football people team. in the case but of the proper the metro area. Like theoretically, just proper. the Oregon Ducks. <laughs> no, no, you know what you could call them. You could call them the Oregon football team. Yeah. Well, and here's because that's gone so well. That, yeah. That, here's that. That yeah, actually dude. makes kind of some sense because now that I mean, yeah, the Nike does the NFL. Nike's from Oregon. Mm-hmm. You're putting you're putting 
in their headquarters, basically, you're putting a team, right? We solved it. Because what? Because what was the last team that we added? Was it the Panthers or the ja- or the, the Jags, Jags or the Panthers? Maybe the same time. I think they were part of the same experience. Because wasn't it like probably. 1999 or no? No, it's like 01. Let's do it again. It's time. We, we need, need to add two teams though. in there. Yeah, Why? because to not keep if we the com- NFC and AFC even. Unless the one team just like split time between the NFC and the mm. mm. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Did I just solve it? Did I just? I don't know. Anyways. But yeah, the New York Jets dropped the ball in the horrible state that is New York for just professional football. It's absolutely horrible. But uh huh, that was a good riff. That was a really good riff. Arpeggio. Ar- ar- Look arpeggio? at that! I'm a music major too. Arpeggio. Our, our, that's not an arpeggio. I know. I was just. I hate it here. Okay. Thanks for listening to Drop the Ball this week. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, until next time, don't drop the ball. It's that simple. Bye. Bye.